president of Boise, Idaho for over 800 years. I just don't get why this always happens to me every single time. Oh, come on, guys. You get it. You get it. Hello, 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 and welcome to yet another, I almost said Q&A Thursday. Ooh. This is the TRC Podcast here on the TRC Podcast YouTube on a channel. Monday afternoon. That's right. I, everything is weird. It's yeah. Monday. First of all, that's wrong. And the time, complete opposite of what we normally do for the podcast. So we, we had some stuff going on today that we're organizing, building yep. on. And that's why we ended up pushing Well, tomorrow this. we're filming a car yeah. that supposedly is scheduled for the entire day. Yeah, it's so gonna be we had to bump the podcast and move it. Bit of work. So anyway, that's why you're seeing us now, and not tomorrow. But other than that, housekeeping. I mean, the sale was great. Sale Everybody was great. Had a good time. Hope you guys were able to get in and get on that. Uh, get in the the Ghost Dusters orders. People were loving yeah, their shirts. Them going. I'm excited because I've been seeing everybody getting stuff in the <laughs> mail as of now. Yeah, it's pretty neat. Some of the unboxing stuff. Agreed. Um, so I guess to summarize everything, we had limited edition shirts, we had limited edition stickers while supplies lasted, and then most of the mystery boxes are getting delivered this week if they haven't already been delivered. Yeah. So uh, if you did pick one up, hopefully you loved every single <laughs> thing you got in there. I think that they were good boxes. I think that they were all loaded with a bunch of really good stuff. So um, let us know. Let us know in the uh, Facebook group on uh, the Rag Company podcast. Share your uh, haul. What you guys think. Share your haul. Let us know what you guys picked up. And um, outside of that, though, yeah. we are still we're still technically trapped in the box. I mean, we are still here <laughs> in this box, uh, in this, how for how long? I don't know. I really don't Months? know. I'm scared. Years? Become a full-time job. Yeah. It's we've started eating everything we can, you know. So there's a couple crumbs and things like yeah. that left on the floor. Yeah. We started picking through that. These fake bats here on the wall. We're not sure if they're edible, but Dane took a bite of the first yeah, one and one. he said it wasn't horrible. Well, you know was, how people sometimes say that a certain restaurant fast food chain tastes like cardboard. Yeah. These ones taste like that. So by you know that that Ipso property. Facto. A equals B. They they taste like cardboard. Yeah, well, they, they, I mean, it pretty much <laughs> the transitive is property. Just yeah, uh, I did like though when you did take a bite of that, all the glitter that you had on your tongue. That was kind of cool. It had a little I'm festive, still choking festivities on the to yeah. that a little festive. What was nature. nice is that fortunately like we got we had our Pepsi uh, delivery and as well as yeah, our that still came through delivery, uh, before that. I mean, honestly, yeah. things are kind of appearing in this weird box world, and I think mm -hmm. it's all kind of meant to be. So uh, we'll find out, right? Come Christmas, yeah. hopefully we're going to be able to escape this nightmare <clears throat> before <laughs> Christmas. Christmas. Ah, yeah. It's too funny. Um, outside of that, though, we are shooting some content this week. We're kind of trying to catch up uh, because here on Monday, where are we going, Levi? Uh, we're getting up bright and early and we're headed down to Vegas too for early. SEMA next Monday. <laughs> 2023. Can you believe yeah, it? I can't. This is Do our you remember the first time we went in 2017? That felt yeah. like such an undertaking. And how excited and fresh-faced we all yeah, were. Yeah, because we didn't know what it was going to be like. And we had our matching Nikes, mm -hmm. blue Nikes. Very proud of that. Honestly... I loved I loved 2017. We had we were stuck in a corner, literally in a in dark a corner, corner yep, yeah. in the in the pavilion, in <laughs> the we performance like, pavilion. Which for those who don't know was a tent. Yeah. It was a corner tent. of the yeah. parking lot. 
And you got to start somewhere, folks. We loved it, though, because <laughs> the back of the back of the back. Not only did we still have a very successful year, right? Yeah. Just go, going there people, and doing people that. People found us back there. But my favorite thing was that we were right outside of the Continental Drift <clears throat> event, right? Yep. The smoke so would come billowing. <laughs> they had all these M3s that were out there drifting, and so yeah. all the smoke would come billowing in. And honestly, it was like, it's nice. It's like, it's kind oh, of fun. It's like, hey, I want to grab some fresh air. By fresh air, I mean, I'm going to grab some tire smoke. Breathe in yeah. some and tire And BMW smoke. had their motorcycle exhibit right there too they did so you could look at some of those that was awesome so i i have no complaints about where we we started my favorite year about that with my favorite thing about that year we met lars that year yeah um we got to hang out with matt mormon Mm -hmm. yep and he was wandering around but he kept hanging out at our booth more than he was hanging out at the mosmatic booth it's like he found that he was less stressed hanging out at our booth or mtm's booth at the time it was just (laughs) kind of fun like we were it was it was just I don't know. I think it was just the exciting part of it. Like, it was casual, mm-hmm. yet we drove we, down there. We drove down there. It was a whole adventure. We drove the, the blue Escalade yeah. the trailer. <laughs> Towed the trailer to with the blue so Escalade. The first house that we ever got was that was it that three story house? Yeah. No. no, that was the second no, year. The, the first well, year was just like an apartment. I think. It yeah, was the like first a year I think we rented like a townhouse. Yeah. Yeah. I remember because my dad was watching Bad Santa for like the third time in a row. Yeah, <laughs> funny. he loves that movie. <laughs> I'm trying to remember. I'm trying to recall that. But regardless, I mean, we've had so many good years at SEMA. <laughs> it's finally starting to feel like it was actually you know who, Scott Weiss of Koenig Wheels, right? He's been going yeah. to SEMA for twenty something years, yeah. right? And mm. he always said, he, like, we we're like, we we're all you know, like, oh, we, this is amazing. Scott, aren't you excited to be here? He's like. Guys have been doing this for many, many years. It's a yeah. part of my job, but it's also like it's, it's, it it's loses a little bit. Kids and I've got kids, and our yeah. kids are the same age, and so it's hard because you you're missing out on Halloween, especially when you're a family that loves Halloween. Yeah. It's well, very difficult not to become. He just said that you yeah. you get a little jaded <laughs> with time, and you also it loses a little bit of its magic, right? Because it is a it is a busy work week for yeah. many people. Yes. But um, for us, we are still always excited. We've made we've always tried to make our setup as easy as possible. So when we get That's in, get goal. out, we learn those first few years that we have mm. to make this easier to We're be able to do. Throwing our tables over the fence <laughs> that, that first year. That yeah. first year was nuts, and the whole setup of like, oh, you want your box to come a little sooner huh yeah. well what's it gonna yeah. what's it gonna take Those and you're like times. really this is what it's grab that to? forklift driver go hand him go, go hand him a hundo palm yeah. him a hundo and a Remember, cheeseburger and a cheeseburger yeah, yeah wandering cheeseburger. out to go get you know nuggets while maintaining our space like yeah we had to go out on a sketchy adventure and well, come back and hopefully make it we're waiting for our booths get picked up and it was um, hours and it was hours. And hours it was it was it wasn't just like one or two hours it was six seven hours oh yeah there after the show yeah just kind of waiting but with no inclination of when this is going to show up. Yeah. So then it was, hey, can you? Can one of us go and get food? Can we? Someone walk down to the McDonald's. I remember I walked down to the McDonald's, but I think it was like Tim, our old video editor, and that we got the there. Year. Yeah, the second year, and we're trying to walk back in the facility, but it was a, another mile and a half walk to yeah. get back into the entrance because they closed off this entrance, and there was a security guard sitting at this one gate, and I walk up and I said, hey. We work here. Our team's still in here waiting for a box. Um, if I give you a McDouble, will you let us through? <laughs> he goes, 
I'll take that deal. And so <laughs> he was serious. I'll take walk that through. Deal, yeah. I'm like, heck yeah. I mean, the show's yeah. over. So it's like, what are we going to really do? Yeah, he's just we trying lying? to keep the people that don't belong right. in yeah. out. But, um, we you know, good, good time. So was... we're, we're really excited to go back. What are you looking forward to? Man. So I like seeing everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's my biggest thing. Getting is to I see like, everybody's I'm excited to really get to see, uh, you know, some of the new stuff from KCX. I'm excited to see some of the new stuff from Flex. Yeah. Um, yeah. because they've got a lot of stuff and I'm really excited to see the new stuff from Rupes because we're right next to them this year. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we're so actually close. So that's going to be kind of fun to see some of that stuff get dropped and then of course just see all our friends and and stuff in the industry that are stopping by to say hello. Of course. So we usually get some fun people coming through and we're always happy to see those of you who watch the shows who take the time to come out and, you know, see us at the booth. Hopefully you get a chance to see other yeah. things, but we're glad when you come by and you also, if you do watch the show and you let us know that, you know, when you're coming up and saying hi, very Make sure helpful. you let us know who very, you are. Very, very helpful. Because Say sometimes your first and last just... name, and then also if you have a handle <laughs> your, your online. Your username or your handle, yeah, yeah that's right. very, very helpful. Because yeah. sometimes the name and the user handle don't always match yeah. in our heads, so it's helpful. But I like seeing all the new stuff every year. I think yeah. that's my biggest, the biggest reason I go, and that's the reason yeah. most people go is because it's all the new stuff that's coming for the year. And it's crazy to go... First year I went to SEMA was 2004, yeah. and uh, it was a fresh-faced 24 years old going to SEMA, checking it out, and uh, or no, it was 23, it was 2003, mm. so a fresh-faced 23-year-old going to SEMA, checking stuff out and seeing what it was then to what it is now, Little literally <laughs> 20 years later, the 10 years, what happened. is that? How long is, how old am I? 20 years later, <laughs> going back and going, holy cow, yeah, look at what SEMA is from the first time I went 20 years mm. ago. It's wild to think. I yeah. mean, the, the internet. I had a T Mobile sidekick with the camera attachment. It was a two megapixel camera, and I was snapping <laughs> pictures of Dodge Magnum wagons because that was the hit yep. car for that year at SEMA. That is a fun thing you notice every year at SEMA. It's a, it's a game to guess, okay, what's next year's car going to be like there's there's always one or two vehicles that end up being the predominantly visible car at whatever that what do you think it's going to be this year dane this coming year no this one this show this this next week i it's easier been easier in the past with like all of the you know supra release and things like that i think the corolla gr is going to have a lot of them out there you're going to see a lot of corolla grs you're going to see a lot of i think rivians are going to be popping up a lot more in the like overland areas okay like in the past it was the bronco and stuff like that i think this year there's enough rivians out there now that people will probably put them in there um but those those are the ones i'm expecting to see as far as like new new stuff C8 Corvettes are going to be everywhere because they have been everywhere. They're they're like the the democratization of you know sports cars. So for that yeah. kind of thing, Anthony, what about you? What there. are you excited? What are you thinking? It's going to be. I think there's going to be do? hopefully a handful of like um, FL5 Type R's. Now that those are more abundant, I think there's going to be a few of those. Um, I would imagine there's still going to be some other plenty of mm-hmm. other Civic Type R builds of the previous generation. Uh, Corolla GRs possibly. Maybe we'll see, and then, gosh, I don't know. It it, it always is, it just varies. I don't know. I, I can't just say it's all going to be new cars because it's not always new. Well, cars. Well, twenty eighteen surprised me because there were Lexus LC five hundreds everywhere, and I love that car, but it wasn't really. I didn't know it was going to be that popular, and there yeah. was everywhere at that show. Yeah, I don't. I don't really know what else. Maybe you know, maybe some Subarus and whatnot. But I mean, <clears> I'm always surprised because we go into the Central Hall, right, Main Hall, and it's a wide variety. Yeah. Classics, yeah. muscle, tuner, 
um, just stock supercars. I mean, there's a bunch of random stuff, so I have no idea. Uh, now, people, do people know what we're getting in our booth? They I, don't. I, I feel they, like they we don't. actually we haven't, haven't talked said. about it. I think it's okay to talk about it. I think okay. it's okay to talk you about it. Well, you guys are watching that picture, Dane, special. on Friday. Yeah. I gave did you hint. get that picture so you can post it I did, on I did, the yeah, socials? I will be posting it this yeah. week. So um, the car we are getting is another famous YouTube car. Mm-hmm. I'm excited about it. And uh, this run, this car, this particular it's car... part of our lower building. Uh, mm-hmm. ...was actually crashed. Mm-hmm. And uh, crashed pretty pretty bad, right? Yeah, I watched the video. Pretty bad. By yeah. a famous truck YouTuber, by probably yeah. one of the most famous YouTubers, uh, truck hit it, In and the then place. it got fixed by another YouTuber. Mm-hmm. And the other YouTuber had help from another YouTuber. <laughs> yep. So those two YouTubers <laughs> kind of came together. And um, <laughs> now this car is completely rebuilt and is now owned by one YouTuber. I don't know if it was a whole situation, yeah. but basically what we're getting is a... Nine nine two point one GT three RS non RS non RS GT three. It's a in Porsche nine eleven GT three in purple in an extremely rare paint to sample color. That was owned by Adam LZ, crashed by Adam LZ, restored. He didn't the crash. Dragon. He okay. didn't okay. crash. Okay. He was crashed okay. into. He was crashed into with him in the car. This is a, this is the same thing with Dane. Yes, he didn't sure. crash. Yes. the curb. The curb to, hit. To him. be fair to yes. Adam. He he could not have no, stopped that, was, that, yeah, that, was that guy pulled right out in front he, of him. He was not speeding. He yeah. wasn't doing it. Like, people make assumptions. When you watch the video, it's like, oh, no, you yeah. weren't doing anything. He was doing like 25 wrong. miles an yeah. hour yeah. on that turn. It's a <laughs> Anyway, um, yeah. so the Matt Armstrong uh, fixed it, essentially rebuilt it with the help of Freddie Tavarish. Mm-hmm. And now I believe Freddie technically owns the car. I don't know if there's some deal done yeah. there, but yeah, I'm not uh, sure we'll ask that. more next week. So, yes, we are getting uh, the GT, the Adam LZ <laughs> GT3 Matt Armstrong. Freddie Tavarish car. RS. Not RS. Crashed under Adam LZ's uh, you know, duration. Matt Armstrong rebuilt it and now it's owned by Tavarish. But I haven't met Matt Armstrong. I'm looking forward to meeting that guy. He seems like a yeah, very nice seems guy. Seems like a very nice guy. So hopefully yeah. he'll be there and we can uh, yeah. chat. But about it's all him. on uh, on all three YouTube channels. And yeah. on Matt's YouTube channel is the majority of the rebuild. And it's garnered quite a bit of views um, with him and Freddie working on the car and getting it built because it got all built in Freddie's shop. So uh, we'll have that there, um, which is super exciting. And then, of course, we've got we'll have air tools. We'll have some of the new products that haven't dropped yes. yet, but will be coming out in the coming months. So if you're at SEMA, you will get a firsthand look at them. Um, and possibly if not and at if you're SEMA, not you'll see it through Dane. i have a stream actually set up as of this morning that you can just click notify me on it so you don't have to think about it after yeah. that it'll just notify you the day it happens and we're going to be playing it on our web page so our website yes. ragcompany.com we're going to be pa- playing that first day live uh there and uh we're going to go around and Check out all the brands that we carry. We're not going to go to all the brands. We're going to go to all the brands that the rag company carries uh, to say hello. Yes. And find out what new things they have in their uh, booth for you guys yeah. to check out and see. So we're real excited about that for y'all um, to be able to get that done. Yeah. So all if you right. like last year's tour, I'll be doing that again. Yeah, there we go. All right. So, obviously, there's questions, comments. Hello to everybody. Nice to see you all here. I know I've been popping them up as we talk. This is going to be kind of a, our weekend show, but also a little SEMA prep show. So that's kind of how we're treating Yeah, we're going to be getting up next Monday yeah. early. Because this show and Thursday show are really what you guys have. We're going to be off 
the following week for SEMA. Yeah. Um, we'll be doing just the lives that pop on that you'll be wanting to check out on the YouTube channel and see Which will be posts. me behind the camera and then either one of these guys potentially in well, front of But we're not going to be doing what we did last year. We're going to wander around the whole show. No. Uh, we're going to be working. We've got a smaller team this year for our booth, so it's going to be all hands on deck. Our booth this, needs all the help it can get in terms of the number of people that come by. You just got to got to. What I'm looking forward to every morning. Yes. Stopping by that Dunkin' Donuts. Oh, you do love that. You I know, do get, also love getting my dinkies and just enjoying enjoying you know yeah little uh little coffee nice little donut action in the morning i enjoy the overabundance of bathrooms i mean there is there is (laughs) it's almost like you filled out a form the previous years to say new hall this is what i need you've got so many options you've got the normal bathrooms but then there's family bathrooms a private place (laughs) for you to enjoy there's literally so many places and so uh it's pretty nuts what i like is you've been packing your um not your not the you you basically got a version of the portable uh travel solution package for um on the road use yep um for evacuation of said things but <laughs> you added a you've got a foldable desk and that's yes. the thing i thought was the coolest thing was so that when you're in those bathrooms you bring that with you you can still get work done. Absolutely. No. So speaking of foldable things, right? You know, it was actually mm-hmm. it was actually coming out, which maybe you know you might see one at SEMA, maybe potentially. Mm. I'm very interested in buying one of these things. Okay. 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 It's made by Honda. Mm-hmm. Oh right. It's called <laughs> the Honda Moto Compacto. It is Moto a, Compo for those who know. It's the Moto. It's a, this is the Moto Compacto. It's different, Dane. The Moto, the Com- Moto Compo. The Moto Compo. Released in the 80s. In the back of a Honda City. Released in the 80s was a very, very small carbureted scooter, right? Briefcase size. This particular one that's coming out here in like the next week literally is a briefcase scooter. Mm. Fully electric. goes 15 miles an hour. I believe it's like 12-mile range range or something like that. So about an hour of ride time, right? And it looks awesome. It's like $1,000. But how cool would that be to cruise through SEMA <laughs> on one of those? And somebody said, hey, you can't ride that scooter. This thing right here, fold it down and then be like, this is simply just a briefcase. I'm off to a business meeting. Yeah. Very business important meeting. business. This is 45 pounds, though, so let's make this, <laughs> let's, let's make this, make Do this I really quick. Dane, I need you to help me hold this. <laughs> oh, sure. Another heavy thing I can just carry. Just put it on a dolly. <laughs> but mark my words, dolly. I genuinely think that those Moto Compactos, I think I think they're probably what's, they're going to sell out, like anything like mm-hmm. kind of like hypey like that. And it'll probably be worth like double the price. Mm-hmm. But... I saw those that are coming out next week and me being such a big Honda fan and me well. also liking things that are worth value and worth mm-hmm. money. I'm like, do I need one of those? Not really. Would it be cool to experience it? Maybe. Or it might be extremely underwhelming. Yeah. Like I bring it to work and I'm like, guys, look at my new motor. I think it's silly and everybody fun, says, but... cool. That's awesome. Right, yeah. Can I write it? And then they go write it. They go, that's fun. Anyway, and you can have it back now. You can have it back now. How do I how do I fold this thing? <laughs> you just want to? I'll just leave it on its kickstand. Yeah, yeah. I think that's how it's gonna go. But anyway, I thought that was cool. I kind of want one. I probably shouldn't buy one, but I do kind of want one. <laughs> um, let's jump into some weekends. So, oh, Mr. Man. Levi Gates, Master oh, of Shine, Master of the Boston Red Sox black hat. Wearing the throwback yeah. shirt, yeah. Look at this. With Looks that? good. Who thought, a right? full leather bracelet with who's on that bracelet? Hmm. Uh, a kraken. A kraken on that bracelet. Talk to us. What do you do no. this weekend? 
So, uh, pretty simple, easy, light weekend. I had a car, a Lexus NV or XV or and something or other. NX? Maybe. It was like a small car SUV, tiny okay. hybrid. Crossover thingy. Very, very small. Anyway, worked on that today or this weekend. That was from one of my customers that has all the Lexuses. Uh, so, I picked that up. Easy peasy, simple detail to do. Uh, but... She had uh, let another person do the detail previously to me okay, this past so year. You saw and, some things? Well, that was what she was worried about. Oh. She said they came and did it for 150 bucks, did it in her driveway, um, and she was not happy with the quality of the oh. detail. Now, mind you, this is a customer of mine whose cars are always immaculate, completely 100% immaculate. So someone who's new to the game sees it and goes, oh, my God, this is an easy car. I get it clean but doesn't yeah. have that detailing eye yet yeah. is going to miss some stuff because they don't know the customer. They don't know what they're looking for. They don't know what they've, they haven't done enough cars, yeah. right? So that was what I was tasked with was to go through that with a fine tooth comb sure. and try and find everything that they had missed. Now, granted the car was really clean, but I found a couple little things here and there, touched them up, made it look good. And uh, got that all squared. So I'm, I'm curious, you know, for, for her then, like, what stood out to her as a negative? She didn't tell me. She just said it looked Oh, she wanted different. to make a game at... Oh, okay. So it just didn't look right. Okay, because yeah. I, I was, was curious, like, what her non-detailer eyes thought. Right. Now, this is... Mind off. you, this is a customer who goes through the car wash every week. Yeah. She runs her car through the car wash every week. Okay. To her, that's keeping it clean. Okay. Right? She's not wiping yeah. it down when she gets out or anything no. like that. She just runs sure. it through. Um, but she doesn't keep any garbage in her car. She doesn't eat in her car. Mm. So the cars are always immaculate. There's never oh, that's grease nice. or makeup or anything like that that you'd normally see in a vehicle. Yeah. So it was just going through and making sure little bits of dog hair, little bits of sand, dirt, uh, making sure cup holders and things were all, all the cubbies, nooks and crannies. That's a big one for her. Yeah. Uh, she likes the door pockets clean. She likes the center console clean just to make sure everything's done Do and then just gather dust when they're pretty not. much it's all okay. it gets i was just saying because if she's yeah. not doing any of this no. stuff then what's ending yeah. up in there uh your flex is a homeless person's car yeah compared, i believe it. compared it's a, to it's a dog kennel yeah. but but that you like you keep yours clean too right you don't fill it with garbage there's no you don't, garbage in right there. It's, it's like a few some dust hoodies and yeah. some boxes that i have but there's some stuff, food and dust that's in yeah. there right maybe some crumbs definitely so that's crumbs. all i'm saying express cafe crumbs. yeah some express cafe crumbs <laughs> oh, no i don't eat that uh, in the car but no, point is her level of cleanliness is probably equal to anthony's in terms of interior cleanliness she likes yeah. she likes things to be pure yeah so i, I have to go like through and make them pure. make them as pure as possible sure. so that's yeah, what yeah. i did so it took a lot longer but I also got a car dropped off on Friday morning from my dad, buddy okay. of his, from his uh, car club, yeah. the Idaho Chariots. Oh, yeah, those guys. So this guy dropped off a car that he's going to sell. Okay. And I said, oh, all right, yeah, drop it off. And my dad goes, just needs gone through. So I pulled that one in on Sunday. 1984 Oldsmobile Toronado. Oh, but not the Trofeo edition. Okay. I was hoping it was a Trofeo. Hmm. Um, this is the old body style. Yeah. 84. And things immaculate. Red vinyl and red leather interior. Red deep plush carpet. Mm -hmm. uh, all white. Uh, half um, vinyl top and white. It's a pretty cool car. Okay. And. A survivor. The gentleman has a fedora in the back with a large purple feather. 
Oh boy! That apparently he likes okay. to wear when he drives it. So oh, that's an enthusiast right. of the streets, right? So he uh, <laughs> what a he way to, to phrase likes that. to drive his what car is that? What is that mean? around the on the on the roads and vistas. Based on most of the right? cars I've seen in the chariots, I expected it to be older. So I, did I, I Dane. When I so when I, I think of the Idaho chariots, most of the cars I see with those are from. The 50s through the uh-huh. 70s. Yeah. That's like the range. Yeah. This dude's got an 84 Tornado. Yeah. Like it is. And I was like, all right. Huh. So I got to clean. Oh, it's also got little things on the hood. It's got the little antenna mounts. Oh. Or not antenna mounts, but flag mounts. The little diplomatic flag mounts. Yeah. yeah. So it's got those on it. So <laughs> what was this car used to like I have no idea. important people? I have no idea. Anyway, so it's going to be a pretty funny car to work on. Uh, it's pretty clean. It's white, like I said. Inch and a half white walls, uh, um, wire wheel hubcaps. Um, it's it's a we'll see. I don't know what it's worth or what the guy's selling for, but it's got thirty six thousand miles right up Gabe's alley. That's the kind of that's the kind of car Gabe likes, you know, low mileage examples. And so um, we'll see. But I did that. Carly and I watched uh, It Follows this weekend. Mm. Scary movie. Yes, actually pretty good. A little yes. scary movie. Uh, so we watched that, um, and then uh, yesterday we just chilled out. Okay. Carly and the kids went and did some, uh, did a grocery run, and I, as soon as I got the car done and back, uh, it was just a let's just can we just lie on the couch or on the bed and the Veg. couch and just watch TV and chill. And that's what it was really wanted to what I wanted to do. Sure. Um, so a lot of it is just snuggles and cuddles, and by the end of the day, we had four of us on the bed. On Saturday night, and that oh. was actually kind of fun, you know, to have the whole family just chilling on the bed watching family TV. Um, it was it was a good time. So those are the kind of things I enjoy more is just being a chill, quiet yeah. evening, um, and then uh, just trying to get as soak in as much of that before we leave. So. Sure. Yeah. No, and that that's probably why it was starting to go that direction. It's like, well, they they know they're going to miss you probably, and they want to yeah. make sure they... Yeah, well, it, it's all, I just I want to try and get as much of it as I can. So this week is just going to be working on the car, mm-hmm. trying to get that done as soon as I can, because it is very clean um, in the evenings a couple times. So that way I can have the rest of the week yeah. and uh, free. And I'm not taking a car this next weekend, so I can just... Well, yeah, and, you don't want to be doing yeah. that right before you got to go. Yeah. So walk a million miles. Yeah. Well, I looked. SEMA. So I was. I pulled up. That was something that Carly and I were sitting there talking about SEMA, and I pulled up my Move app. Okay. On my phone, uh, the this time app. last year. And I said, "Look <laughs> at this." On that Monday of SEMA, when we had to walk around and get all those cars wiped down. Yeah. I walked nine miles that day. Nine point eight yeah. miles. Oh wow! It on happened. That day. And I'm sure you guys yeah. were the same when you were with me on there. So mm. yeah. I think you had the record for the whole week. Hmm. I mean, I was up there for sure because I was doing the streams. So yeah. I was doing that loop like different ones every day, but it was still a ton to yeah. go to some of these halls just far away and like try and get to the boonies. Oh, that was another thing. Thursday night, I took the kids because uh, Carly had to work late yeah. because of parent teacher conferences. Uh, Thursday night, I went to Albertson's Park with the kids. Yeah. Hmm. And we went for a walk, a stroll through Albertson's Park. Now, here's the thing that pissed me off. Albertson's Park in Boise, Idaho is a nature preserve. It is. Park. So you have designated pathways in which you walk on. You're not allowed to deviate and create new trails. Right. There are dirt trails that you can walk that go to other areas and then reconnect. Um, but you're not allowed to just walk out into the meadows 
and stand out there and take family photos. What did me and the children see? No less than 10 photographers and families of each of those photographers to the point, and I should have taken a picture of this. I oh tell Carly about it. She's like, why didn't you take a picture? They were literally having people lining up, waiting to take photos in certain areas of the park, but they were trampling oh. all the bushes and everything oh. and all the f- wildflowers and Come stuff on, guys. so that they could stand there. And get a photo, t- family photo taken. And one family had brought a dolly, furniture moving dolly, with four pumpkins, blankets, and an entire bale of hay. That on sounds a, on like a, a beautiful shoot. On a joking <laughs> note, I despise they these people. Set that all I, up and then took photos and then pulled the dolly over and packed everything up and then moved to another part of the park. And Golden I was like... Golden Retriever having sepia tone oh, using... No, so Dane... DSLR shoot. Leave here's, the Golden Retrievers out of <laughs> yes. this. Here's the other thing. I love Golden Retrievers, but there's a type of person who holds one a lot of times. All around that area, there and were they're signs. they're very nice people, They drive Forerunners yeah. and or Range Rovers. They they're had, very nice people. They had those yard signs, there's like the little metal... Yard signs, so they're very easy to just put two little holes <clears> in the ground. They had tons of those all around saying, do not take photos in this field that we are repairing from people taking photos in this field. You've no killed all this. You've, you've <laughs> killed all this grass. Yeah. Please rude. stay out of it. And then all these people are in there yeah. taking pictures. No. And I was laughing at my, I was telling my kids, they're like, I go see the sign. And Augie reads it out loud. And then he looks around. He's like, all oh, these people are breaking the rules. Yeah. And I go, I know. It's pretty crazy. And they're not going to face any repercussions for it. Yeah. Then again, if oh, you were to call so that bad. out, you immediately get called the but, Karen in that scenario. But I will but. say, Dane, if you haven't gone to <laughs> Albertsons Park, you should probably try this week. Yeah. Beautiful. All the leaves oh, changing. Oh, I've gone for walks over all there. The, yeah. All the colors. I mean, just a stunning, <clears throat> beautiful park. I forgot how pretty that park is for a walk. Mm. So uh, if you're in Boise and you haven't, especially with all the leaves changing, it's, it's definitely worth it. So, yeah. all right. That was my weekend. No, that sounds great. Um, yeah. So I guess on my weekend, not too much to report here. It's the usual car situation I found myself in. But you got one of them back, didn't you? I did get one of them back. Uh I'll just talk about the fact that I came on Saturday to the oh, that's right. Yeah, I was here Saturday too. So was Anthony of the uh, the new storefront. So very excited about that. It's open. And Ready to go. Let's yes, all clap for that. we're, we're right. very excited. for Stores that. open. Come on that. down. Anybody and everybody who's coming through town, even if you're not from here, you're thinking about it. They're they're open good hours, so you'll be mm-hmm. able to hit that place up. Even if we're we're not around, you can still go to the store. Get closed stuff, on but, Sundays. Yeah. But it's going to be a great setup. I'm really excited for that. And the turnout for the opening was great. Yeah, good um, amount of people. They, the only part of it that I'm tying back to myself here is uh, when time was wrapping up and I was hopping in my car, I turned it on to go idle. I needed to make a Costco run next, do some other things. As I sat in the car, probably about four or five minutes of idling, I suddenly saw some like smoke going past my window and i'm like what like i wasn't sure just oh did somebody just like vape nearby or something yeah. like, well there people, were a lot of people out about so like i thought maybe maybe that was it then i look in my rear view mirror and i see uh oh no that's me <laughs> um hmm. so i get up and out and i record on my phone i didn't post it here for glenn to use but i i just walked around back and i looked there's you know White smoke coming out of my tailpipe. I'm just like, you are joking. This is not. But then I smelled it. it smelled sweet. And, mm. of course, then that told me, okay, it's probably coolant. Head gasket. And I looked down. Yeah, no, I'm not going through no, the head gasket. No, just got replaced. Again. 
Oh my God, no. Um, so it had me pretty nervous, but my, my instinct was this was just like hitting a pocket of coolant that was left over in the system that they Hopefully. couldn't when get to or something. When did you get your something. car back? I got it back the day prior. Okay. So I drove it to Cunan back with zero issues. At least I didn't see or smell or hear anything. So it only came about... That Saturday morning. The, the following day. Because you drove day. it from your house to the store and then warmed it up on Saturday. It, yeah, so basically, I got the car back on, I get back on Thursday or Friday. I, I was basically trying not to use it much because yeah. at that point, I was just like, okay, I've got this rental car from you know the Jag thing. They got me a rental car, which was great. So I thought it'd be funny to pick a Nissan Altima because yeah. I'm like, you can get a Malibu or an Altima, and I'm like, well, let's just go with the Altima. My luck's been terrible enough so far. Let's let's just you know challenge you know the the car gods and see if we can make it even worse um but no nothing happened with the ultima fortunately it was all good um funny enough though the ultima did come like a little pre-broken when i when i got in and i look up and the passenger side grab handle is like barely hanging on on the oh, ceiling and i'm performance like performance machine okay somebody was uh, experiencing turns. that ultima performance um, that was the whatever power that on that thing it was a four-cylinder with a cvt so did you think about maybe putting on some lip gloss and jamming out to gangster rap <laughs> and driving with like one hand nonchalantly the the one thing i'll give it is the seats were very comfortable they they were nice um everything else about it just had that that weird aura of like oh this is gonna be you know on its 15th owner you know in a few years energy and uh it already had forty six thousand miles on it as a rental car bay so ultimate yeah big ultimate energy is a thing so if you're not familiar with that look it up it's pretty funny so but, uh, yeah. What, so anyway, so you had the rental. Yeah. So I had the rental, and uh, I ended up using that to but, go make my Costco okay, run because the flex the freaked me out. You still have the rental, right? But I returned it on Sunday. Why'd you return it? Because I, I felt like now that I had the flex back, I just but I the did. flex is now back in the shop. No, no, oh, okay. no. The flex after that incident and a, a few minutes of doing that, my dad drove behind me as I drove back home. I wanted him to like monitor and see if anything changed, and yeah. sure enough, it just stopped smoking after driving a little okay. ways further. Right. So hasn't done it since. All right. So I've been driving okay. it the rest of the weekend, and it's been okay. So I just chalk it up to a fluke. But now, for some weird reason, and this is something I didn't notice like the time of. My my driver's side turn signal isn't working, and I replaced the bulb because I thought, oh, that's easy. Okay, just swap the bulb. No, it's not the bulb. So Check now I'm thinking fuse. of fuse. So that's the next place I'm going. I bought a little you know thing of fuses, and then I found out where the fuse location is, and um, it's really really dumb on Ford Explorers and Ford Flexes from this era. You go underneath the steering wheel, and uh, in the driver's footwell compartment. Normally, you'd think, oh, it's just on the wall there or something. No, you have to go under, and then you have to be a contortionist because you got to go up and in well, that is you. and take a cover well, off. Thankfully, you're very flexible. Yeah, but I'm also very large. So going into that space is not great. No. Not great. I think you'll be fine. So I mean, yeah. anyway, that's you my next breathing adventure. breathing exercises, and yeah. then you'll be able to shimmy yourself up yeah. in there. <laughs> and then what will happen <laughs> is we'll just hear, help, help, yeah. and we'll walk out. We'll just see a couple <laughs> feet sticking up out of the window. <laughs> And I go, not in the window, they're out the sunroof. Right, go, yeah. How'd you get in that tight space? He goes, I practice my breathing exercise. It's easier to get in than it yeah. is to get out. But yeah. yeah, in that case, that's that's what I'm looking at. And then, of course, then the whole ladybug conversation from last yeah. week. Did you, did you, Anthony do the pointed out trick to me like to, I, told uh, you? I didn't want to set my oh, house on okay. fire. So I took an alternative method. But. Mm -hmm. 
They were around. So I have a... hose? Well, I have what you call a stick vacuum. So it's basically one of those ones that works on the ground. No, it's a stick vacuum. It's a high discharge lithium ion battery like tall oh, a long, it's like skinny vac. it looks like yeah. a, it looks like a dyson vac but it's yeah. not a dyson yeah. it's like shark or related okay. or whatever yeah. but anyway it's very so you good use that. and you can detach it from the normal yeah. base mm-hmm. to turn it into a hand vac yeah so i'm like, like a all dust right buster. you imposter ladybugs yeah. come here and so i just started like sucking nice. them all up as i went around and uh <laughs> it's just like <laughs> and of course you're going around and i'm like Initially, I would have felt bad. If these are ladybugs, I would have felt bad. But now that I understand looking at them and, like, closely comparing ladybugs to the Asian lady beetle or whatever they're calling them, they go, oh, yeah, no, that's a thing that's been going on recently. I'm like, okay, well, I have them. So I talked to pest control. They're going to come to my house on Thursday, too, to do a full spray. Well, they need to take care of the infestation because there's a whole – You keep saying infestation. There is a hive. You keep saying infestation. There is a hive. No, that's the the problem. So it's – Just rip out all the bushes. (laughs) No, it's it's in the deck. My issue – No. They're living in the deck. There's no deck there. Are they eating the deck? Oh, my God. There's no deck. I don't know. They're in (laughs) – Lady beetles like decks. Probably. There's a planter bed just outside the, the door that the dog chair. The massage dug chair. a hole yep. in. And I suspect oh. she may have disturbed something and they oh. came loose. No, they're the underground. Was, they're the, in weather's, the, the weather's changing. And this is a concrete pad in front of the door. It's just a step. And there's an ever so slight crack in the door because, well, the, the frame around the door isn't perfectly square oh, yeah, flush yeah. against yeah. the door. So I put in some new trim. But you know that's after the fact, so they were probably getting through a little crack at the bottom. I know that's they're super in the house now. Stuff. They're in the house. They've been in the house. They've been in the house. That's been my whole thing. It's, I thought they were no, outside it's the station. That's what no. I'm saying. Right by the door. No, I it's can't in, find them when I go outside. A, they're not around. They'll get into the beds. They'll get. Into I only find inside. them inside, but they're not oh. all around the room. They're literally localized to just this door. <laughs> they're frame. in the walls. <laughs> They're just on this hammer and start banging the walls. And the first two windows to the right of that door. That's it. What if you punch the wall and they all start pouring out? (laughs) Oh god, I'd be terrified. (laughs) But all I envision Dane now is that that Uh, that Dane is literally in a robe. They're in the walls. In one hand, he's got his coffee cup, and then the other, he has his vacuum. He's going. You know, just sucking them up. But that's the thing. It's like each day I'll go down there. You had that many that you had to use your vacuum to suck them up. I used my vacuum to suck down the initial 20 or so that Mm -hmm. I found. Yeah. After that, I would come back, you know, that evening. After that that evening, and I'd find two more had snuck out from behind the blinds up on the thing. I'm like, oh, you little. And so I got those. And then a few hours later, I'd see one more just crawling by the the door. And it's like, okay. So now I'm just, every day I'm going in and like, okay. But it's only like two or three at a time. Wake up in the morning. There's not not like millions of them running around. It's just a couple of them. So think if those were spiders, you would consider that to be an infestation. You sure. Would, technically. I wouldn't want the spiders in that. Spiders are great, but keep them outside. I don't want them yeah. inside. But you, don't keep want, them you wouldn't want that many spiders in your house. No. That's what we're saying. But maybe ladybugs, get, maybe get rid of the Asian with. wind chime. No, drawn I love that wind chime. I, I think That's they're not I think how that works. Dane, I think they're flying across <laughs> the city to get to your house. They hear a oh, calling. Man. Pied Piper. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dane is. So it says. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, no, that's, so, uh, that's well. So I'm glad you got that at least cleaned up, and you've got a remedy. Yeah, my home coming. warranty is like, okay, we'll send pest control; they'll take care of it. So like, okay, we're familiar with what you're talking about, 
And I explain, like, I haven't found the source of them. I just know where they're coming in at, and it's right around here. So it's just this one spot. So, okay, yeah. fine. Check it out. I'm very excited so, uh, to see how yeah, that whole thing I'm pans out. I'm looking forward ducks. to that better not be the They're case. like, Dane, we've got to rip out this wall. <laughs> there, there, is a, there is a floor duct that's just to the side of that door where I'm like, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Don't want that. So anyway, my weekend consisted of that and... Um, you know, going for some walks. Uh, did go to Express Cafe. Did do nice. that, and then nice. also watching some old James Bond movies because I just felt like why not? Sounds like a relaxing weekend. Yeah, yeah nothing too crazy because we got SEMA coming out. I don't want to be all crazed into a project or anything. I'm stressed enough with this stuff as it is. Yeah, I'm pointing to the jag for those who don't understand. You might, you you might, you might need it's to get your, you might wall. need to get your old tiki bar back from the <laughs> yeah, building over yeah. there so you can start we'll pouring yourself some drinks from. every day. Yeah, so it's it's been a been a month. Poor day. I'm looking forward. But to at least you got one car back. A new month. Yes. And the second car's getting looked at this week. The, the, the car I got back tried to scare me though. That's it was yeah. trying, but it didn't succeed. Thankfully, it cooled off. But the jag okay. does go in this week. The jag jag gets picked up on Wednesday. Um, well, it's supposed to get looked at on Wednesday. The tow thing, I find this really difficult with like coordinating with an insurance company who then coordinates with a tow company. And I'm trying to stress, like, I set an appointment on Wednesday at 1 p.m. I have to, to be, be at this place. The car needs to be there. And they're like, yeah, so the tow thing, it takes like two days to get cleared. And then it goes to this. Side. And I'm like, that's, but that's you can, well, you can three do. days from now. That's way too tight. What like, you can do, though, is you can just call a tow company yeah. and then charge it to your insurance. Yeah, I can't just pull out my magic non-existent insurance card and be like, pay that. You have a non-existent insurance card? No. I, Everybody has an insurance card. I don't just they have a magical you. credit card for my insurance that no, I can they, hand no. off. No, Dane, that's not what I'm talking about. You give them your insurance information, okay. and then they bill your insurance. I, everything or, I do has to be approved by insurance or whatever. but Not always, but or if you that's if you pay. Do you have Here's the problem. Side? I'm not using my insurance. I'm using the guy who I know, but your insurance, insurance can you can use your roadside and then <laughs> give it to your insurance. Except I already used my roadside to help get the thing in the first place okay. from the parking yeah, lot. It was hit in to the. Yeah, it's still part of it. They're going to go after the. They told other me they insurance. were good for two toes, and that was it. All right. <laughs> so basically, I'm help like. You out, bud, that's all. I, I'm trying to do this stuff, but frankly, it's very stressful I when know. you don't. Don't know all the rules to these things where people are like, Oh, of course, don't you know they do this thing? And it's like, No, I did not know they do that. I appreciate the helpful advice, but at the same time, like, it's been like pulling teeth to get these toes and stuff done. Yeah, like nothing's come out of my pocket yet. But at a certain point, if I want things to move faster, then I got to pay for it. And then, yeah, I know, just just... pray that they pay me back. It's not really a fun, you know, situation to be in. I know, I've been in that situation. (laughs) I'm just trying to let you know, yeah. You know, I, there is that I, ability I to do that, that because they're it's still just... getting it's still get coming out. <clears throat> yeah. So anyway, that guy. All what right. happened under your weekend? So just a heads up, guys. Either I have horrible allergies or I cannot catch a break with pretty much anything. So I had like, like the upper respiratory thing going on. Right now, I feel like my eyes are itching. My whole entire midsection right there is just kind of draining and. Uh, I would assume it's allergies if my eyes are itching, but uh, anyway, I just I'm kind of I'm sick of I'm sick and tired of feeling sick and tired. I'm over it. Yeah, I'm ready you're to. Ready. You're done. I am ready to be back to being pure, healthy, 
and ready for any type of battle that you would yeah. throw me into, You're right? So many germs on that microphone right Absolutely. now. Absolutely, it's my microphone. <laughs> if, anybody else, if anybody else uses, yeah, if let's else circulate some air in here. The number of times fan. Anthony had to get up to blow his nose, no it's like, all right, let's just uh, sorry, yeah. cycle this. Great, ass. right before we leave for a trip. Mm-hmm. No, it's awesome. probably edge yeah. allergies. Um, so <laughs> my weekend started uh, Friday night. Um, I had a little bit of extra time later in the evening and so what i've been wanting to do was get my hood coated on my acura rsx mm-hmm. right so I, i'm on my third repaint right? right yeah well it's been like three months three and a half months and i'm like you know what i, I gotta coat that before winter it's getting colder like literally every day so i got i gotta i just want to get a coating on there my initial plan was to go with ppf right and to say ppf the hood and then call it good but then i started thinking about it i go well I'm going to get the hood PPF'd, but then I'm not going to do the front bumper, right? Mm. I might as well do the front bumper and the hood. But then I look at the fenders and I go, well, those are still chipped up and still have some sandblasting on them. So I'm like, that doesn't really make any sense. Like, yeah, I'd keep those parts nice, but I'm already going to attempt to keep those parts nice, right? I'm not going to go tailgate people. I'm going to, you know, I'm hopefully going to be able to keep them rock chip free for a very long period of time. So I was doing this this whole thing contemplating. The other downside about PPF is that that hood has been resprayed three times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Three times. Not yeah. once, not twice, but three <clears throat> times. Mm-hmm. When did it you, comes did to you check it, did you put your fingernail into it to make sure it wasn't it was hard. <laughs> yeah, no, it's hard. It, okay. it, the paint the paint feels great. Um it polished out way nicer than it did the first time around. I was moving some of the uh, some run the rotary marks. Uh, but it was more so that I was like, okay, if I do put PPF on here, let's just say you got to pull an edge up or you got to lift something up to reset it or whatever it is. Is that going to pull paint with it? Right. I don't know. I would hope not, right? I would yeah. hope everything was done properly. But I cannot I cannot live through a 4-3 spray on that stupid hood. <laughs> right, yeah. I will sell the car at that point. Aww. So I'm like, screw it, dude. I'm like, oh, I'm just going to just gonna just coat it. So got in the garage, and my mindset's kind of changed when it comes to polishing my own vehicles now. Uh, I am still crazy. I still want things to be as pure and perfect as possible. But on that car, for example, I'm like, okay, I pulled out my wool pad, I pulled out the last cut, and I'm ready to jump into it. And I go, I don't, I don't need to do this. I don't need to. I don't need to cut it this crazy, right? You're I'm growing look, as a person. I'm looking at wow. it and I go, it looks fine already, and it's a black car that's gonna get marred. People are going <clears throat> to touch this hood. Yeah. How perfect do I need to make it? Right. right? Because while the car is garaged and I try to take great care of it, there are so many things out of my control on a weird daily basis that happen from just people or things that I just can't do anything, right? So I just say, I was like, I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to make it better and then I'm going to call it good. So what I ended up doing was just doing a quick uh, ultra clay scrubber on, uh, because I had washed the car uh, the previous night. So went back through ultra clay scrubber on the front bumper, on the hood, everything. All oh, those were resprayed parts. The roof, I had done that. I coated that at a different time. I don't remember. That car is wearing like a couple different things. I think it's got optimum gloss coat on everything but the roof, which has XOV5. 
Maybe. Does anybody remember? Yeah. I talked I about it. I just don't remember what I put on <laughs> you there. You probably did do XOV5 on it. And I'm sure someone kind will remind you. The spoiler wasn't... Uh, the spoilers... I haven't put anything on the spoiler, so I don't know what the heck... I, I don't know what's on the car. All I knew is that I was going to coat those parts. So uh, I grabbed uh, the, la- the final polish, or the last polish, the final polish from the last cut, uh, and a Rupa's white pad. Quite literally, the least aggressive thing that you could possibly right. do. Yeah. Super easy. This is simple. Least aggressive. Yeah. Like, literally, you can't... You might as well wipe it with a towel. You can't, you can't screw it up. So I went through, laid that on, polished it out. I was like, hot damn, that looks pretty good, right? There's a couple little water spots and things like that that did, did not cut through. And I looked at it, and I said, hmm, I'm just going to... Just gonna leave it. Just gonna leave it. You yeah. let it I'm just, go. Because wow. I see that and I go, chase it. and I go, I need three thousand grand. You don't want. And then I'm like, no. then I'm like, then I need a wool pad, and then I need to do this. And I looked at it, and I go, mm, I'll do it another another time, yeah. right? Because I'm gonna I'm gonna make that hood perfect, right? If or if I was gonna make the hood perfect, a bird would crap on that thing yeah. tomorrow yeah. before the coating sets up. Yeah. Completely etch it, and I would have to redo everything all over yeah. again. Uh, don't don't. It's the guy who shaves it's, before it's, a day. So this is the this is the <laughs> that's very specific. Dude, yeah. Dude jinx so everything. Yeah. This is the this yeah. is the uh, tempting fate, oh, as I call it. <laughs> right? Yeah. And you're yeah. finally hitting that level where you don't do things. To tempt the fates. Yeah. Right? So like, like driving an saying, Ultima. Yeah. Not going to chase that because things are going to happen that if you yeah. do try to chase it, this is good because you're a father. It's potential when the second and third, maybe possibly fourth I'm child arrives, up, I'm setting myself up for the future. You're starting to set it up for the future because I am. I am. I am. you're going to do that and you're going to go, man, I'm going to get this, uh, this bird etching out, let's say 10 years from now. Yeah. Lucy has a friend come right, some neighborhood kid comes riding over. And right and ghost ghost rides his scooter into the side of it. Yeah, just for fun, just cause. Yeah, he's just ghost riding. <clears throat> he yeah. just wants to sure. see what happens. And you're going to get that ding. Yeah. So these are the things that you're doing. You're preempting this Thank butterfly you. effect mm-hmm. that Thank is going to going to happen. So I'm proud of you. Thank yeah. you. So um, I polished it out. I said that looks pretty good, and uh, and I was really happy with it. Now, what's funny is that you say that right. Remember how I was saying I have things out of my control? Yeah, you just got to let it go. Right? Yeah. Do you know what's hilarious? Like, literally, like, four hours what ago, happened? my ring doorbell goes off, right? Some random man at my front door, right, with an air filter and a ladder. And I'm like, who, I'm like, who is this guy, right? My father-in-law lets him into the house. I call my wife. Who's uh, the guy walking into my house with a ladder and an air filter? She goes, that's the HVAC guy. He's coming to clean it and change the actual filter up in the attic and clean out the, you know, clean yeah, everything where's out. Yeah, where's the black car parked? <laughs> And I said, how is he getting up in there? And he, she goes, I don't know, maybe through like the closet or the crawl, Cold isn't the crawl space. space out in the garage to climb up into the thing? I said, she can't go there. That's where my car is, right? Yeah. So it's parked directly under it. He didn't actually end up going through the closet. I think he actually went through a closet instead. Imagine, it's just one of those auto things. Just my luck, things. though, is what I'm saying, is that <laughs> like, I could have perfected that hood. Regardless, there could have been some weird thing outside of my control where somebody's well, now... he could have lifted that up and all the dust and everything could have landed and sat on the hood. It's not even dust, it's he the fiberglass. He spreads the ladder right, that's what I mean. over like the all insulation. Nose of everything. The car. It's all the insulation. He would have been like, oh, insulation. I'm filling the car. I'm going to just wipe that off. I'm like, no! <laughs> Bare so, head dry. Anyways, I called yeah. it good after I um, polished everything out and panel wiped it. And then I was sitting there thinking, okay, which, which coating am I going to go with? Because in my drawer... I have several different things. Yeah. I have, um, I have 
what's left of not good gloss coat. I have um, so I had some I had some diamond diamond protect uh, diamond body thirty six in there, and then I had. Oh my gosh, what else did I have? Then I had just normal diamond body, right? Mm -hmm. uh, but then on the other side, I had a brand new bottle of CSL that I forgot about and XOV5. And I'm like, ugh, tough decision, tough decision. I looked at all of them. That diamond body 36 is going on many, many, many months old. And yeah. I'm like, do I want to risk it? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. do, do I want to risk it? Like, it's, it's really old. It still looks okay in there. So I ended up going with CSL and XOV5. Yeah. So um, through on CSL, easy application. Um, but the next um, morning, right? So the following morning, I finished up that uh, Friday night. Saturday morning, came to the open house here. Drove the Evo. Yeah. Just to, you know. Stretch the legs. Stretch the legs. Burn some gas because God knows how old it's getting at this yeah. point. So I just <laughs> need to go drive the car. Um, drove it. Had a blast doing so. Drove it here. Got to hang out with everybody. Meet everybody. Um, just a great start to the morning. Came back home. And I'm like, okay, my daughter's asleep. I'm going to finish up the XOV5 application. So what ended up happening was I went through did a light mist of panel wipe and just distilled water on the towel just because there was some light dust that settled overnight, wiped down the hood again. And then I started doing the XOV5 application. And what I noticed is on the hood as I was laying everything on, um, I was letting it set up, started to cross, um, you know, I started seeing like the, the, the oh, what's it called? Um, my brain's not even working right now. I started seeing the coating being sucked into the paint. I started seeing the excess, right? being left over on the top and being thirsty. Up. So I said, cool, I wiped everything off and everything looked good. I was like, all right, that looks pretty well leveled, right? I'm just going through with Edgeless 365s because I didn't have any pearl leaves on me. And I went back and I looked through it again. I go, huh, I'm gonna wipe it again. So I, wipe, I wiped it again and I'm looking down through my scan grip headlamp yeah. and I'm noticing that I'm getting directional towel wipe marks yeah do you know what i'm talking about yep. you know when you look you yep. look through the light and you see where yeah. you're where you've gone and i'm like ah that's annoying right have i filled up the paint too much have i applied too much of xov5 right. was there an overabundance it didn't seem like i had put too much coating on the surface did you switch but to an eagle at any point so i so this is what i did two 365s brand new right followed up with a fresh eagle 500 still smearing hmm. and i go Huh, I don't like that. I don't like that at all, right? Yeah. It, it's leveled, right? The coating is leveled, but I'm talking You're about such a minuscule yeah. amount of whatever's left on the surface. Most people wouldn't notice it. That it's get yeah, correct. Most people would not notice it. But again, this is me. Now, I said I'm not going to be crazy. Now the crazy's kicking in, and I go, <laughs> "This will bother me if I can't get this right." So, um, I sat there for a minute. I went through eight towels, being like, "Come on." Like, can I get to this? Yeah. I, I mean, I probably wiped off literally the, the actual coating itself at this point, <laughs> There's right? Nothing left. I've been wiping so much, and then I kind of had a moment where I go, you know what? I don't want to put more coating on the surface. So I'm this was on Saturday afternoon. Correct. So it's been okay. almost 24 hours. And I was like, you know what? I'm gonna try something a little different. So what I had is I had a bottle of just distilled water, and then I had a bottle of O and R mix 256 to one, right? Sprayed some water on the towel, went to go wipe it, and I noticed an improvement. And I was like, okay, that seemed to have done something. So then I was like, well, O&R, probably not ideal to take yeah. to the surface immediately, but I just want to see what happens, right? Yeah. So I took my already damp towel with water, sprayed a couple of spritzes of O&R, 
wiped it on the, on the hood, right? Bam, instant leveled. Like instantly, no, not not one single directional tile mark at all whatsoever. And I go, huh. well, I'm either... Removed it. I either removed it, removed it, or I was able to remove excess there because of yeah. this tile function. So anyways, I went through, did that, and... Um, Car looks amazing. Hood looks amazing. And uh, whether or not the XOV5 will last, we'll see in the next wash, right? We will see, check the hydrophobic behavior and see if I, hopefully I didn't remove too much of it. But um, maybe it was a heat thing. Maybe it was a buildup thing. I have no idea. Yeah, maybe it's strange. So, anyways, um, just know it's not always, you know, even even we struggle with certain random things that will happen. Yeah. If we, especially if we care too well, much. Well, the hard part is like for most folks don't understand is we get stuff given to us and we'll take it home. Yeah. Hold on to it. And so when Anthony says, I've got some diamond body that I didn't want to, or diamond body 36 that I didn't want a chance. We came back from Switzerland. We came back with so many coatings. So much. And you're looking at the shelf life of those coatings. Some of those are almost three years old now. Yeah. And yeah. so of course we're looking at it going like, uh, we might, we'll put it on like a lawnmower or like sure. a piece of metal or something where we can actually like <laughs> not worry about, but something that we can see yeah. and make sure. But you wouldn't put that on a freshly painted surface because you're just not not yeah. sure yet. So it was more. It was more so. It wasn't even really about the f- worry about the freshly painted surface. It was more so about how I don't remember how old this coating right. is, yeah. and like if it is going to have a negative reaction, I would rather not risk it. Right. on a hood that's been repainted three times and just the uh, the cluster of yeah. things, right? I would just, yeah. you, you just got to weigh out your risks there. And I was like, you know what? I'll crack open this brand new bottle of CSL um, and XOV5. It's a little bit of a softer coating. It's obviously going to probably mar with time just as, you know, as, as some soft coatings do. But the hydrophobic ability is going to be amazing. The self-cleaning properties are going to be amazing. It's going to look glossy as all hell. But... I do have to, you know, you do have to weigh out your options there. So, anyway, um, what I'm my, my initial plan though before I even decided to tackle that project over the weekend was I want to recoat the whole car. Yeah, I want to just literally strip everything and start from scratch and do a crazy OCD detail. But I'm going into winter time right now. I still want to drive the car. The car may see snow, it may see grid, it may see a bunch of other stuff. And I'm like, right now, it just yeah. isn't the time to do it. It's got a coating on it. It's got multiple coatings on it. Just it, it'll just, last. Just send it. It'll be fine. I mean, yeah, that yeah. gloss coat was applied, what, I think this year, beginning of this year, somewhere, somewhere around there. So it's got still another year and a half, maybe even two years left on the surface. And who knows if I even have the car for that long. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, but uh, mm-hmm. anyway, so then Saturday afternoon, my parents came over. My wife went to uh, her friend's uh, fitness show. She was doing a fitness competition. Mm-hmm. So my wife went to go support her. So I had my daughter, so my parents came over, and I asked them what they wanted to do, and they said, let's go walk down Harrison Boulevard. Delightful. For those who Good don't Halloween know. Halloween vibes. Um, yeah. Levi, as a resident of over 900 close, years. Close, almost Close there. to 900 years. What do you think of uh, what do you think of Harrison Boulevard? Oh, the homes on Harrison Boulevard. For those yeah. of you wondering, you can Google it. Harrison Boulevard, Boise, Idaho. Famous. Harrison uh, Boulevard. It is a, a founding street. So there's a number of these founding streets in Boise and, and Warm Springs are like the two yep. big ones there's uh, a number of them that are designed to be uh, priority homes where um, the industrialists 
the governor's mansion originally was there. Um, there's a number of these historical sites, historical sites and homes that were built. And the beauty is, this was a home area that was a part of the westward expansion of the city. And Warm Springs is where the first original founding families were uh, living. And some of them ended up building their homes along Warm Springs or right in the heart of downtown. Yeah. And then as the expansion moved at the beginning of the 1800s uh, or the end of the 1800s, they moved out onto Harrison Boulevard. Seems like most And Harrison Boulevard houses. went up towards Bogus Basin. So it was yeah. a prime thoroughfare from the people that were scouring for gold and stuff and that's where that road became uh available down harrison towards downtown boise so they started building these beautiful victorian homes the I mean, tree cover is so lush there too it's old lush. trees beautiful. very old trees beautiful uh but it is one of the busiest that and warm springs are two of the busiest streets on halloween and, and see excess of up to ten thousand, maybe twenty thousand kids they come down and trick or treat. <laughs> Easy. Easy. Crazy. I mean, they they do look like the streets you see in like movies, like yeah, a, a lot of the those, Halloween uh, movie like eighties has movies that oh, have it looks, like a it, neighborhood. Every it, every it looks every like house that. looks like it's from a movie. Yeah. I mean that's the best way to describe it. It's yeah. like in a good way. Every house has <laughs> enough character to be a movie house. Yep. Mm-hmm. And um and I think it's got that kind of old world feel yeah. and you know, that East Coast. And the tree cover really does make you feel like you don't pay attention to the rest of the world outside. Yeah. It's just down this hallway of trees. It's stunning. All these houses. It's amazing. Yeah. yeah. So um, beautiful. So we went down there, did a walk. Um, we just put my daughter in the stroller. I mean, my parents just literally just going from house to house, checking things out. And um, God, it's amazing. I mean, really, <laughs> the the houses are incredible. I mean, how nice some of these things are. Like when you're driving by, they just look like old, small, dinky houses. Yeah, from but like, they're they're on like the, half acre lots. Yeah, they look. They don't I mean. Yeah, but when you stop and walk and actually look at them, you go, "Oh, this is a Bavarian themed house, yeah, right? This, this house is, is all sandstone. Yeah, like, this house it's is also five thousand square feet, or, but from the front, you'd never know. Yeah." Like, you actually start, like, looking closer, and you go, oh, my God, like, look at all the detail on this. Like, that roof looks, like, yeah. old as hell, well, but the, the house awesome. that you posted of the Lions? The yeah. Lions house is a really That house example. was a yeah. was a governor's mansion after Stuenberg was assassinated. Yeah. They made a governor's mansion and built that. That house has one-foot-thick concrete walls. I'm so sure crazy. it does. I'm, like every Because they designed it to be a bomb-proof house. No the because we just had a governor die <laughs> yeah. back Jeez. then. So uh, we walked past a bunch. There's like a Hansel and Gretel style house mm-hmm. that literally has like bars on the windows. You look at it, you go, oh my God, that's scary. It's halfway underground. <laughs> there's all sorts of just different unique houses, but they're all decorated for Halloween. They do a fantastic job. They literally go, they go to town. Yeah, Some of these go. houses go crazy. Well, because they get so many visitors. Well, yeah. I think it's just like a prerequisite. Like if you live there, you, you know, know you're, you're, you're involved bring your with Halloween. Yeah. Like you have to be. But um, we walked down both sides, saw a couple of really cool houses. One that I was like, oh, this is very mid-century modern like what dane would like thought it was hideous <laughs> yeah. it was mm-hmm. so ugly yeah. you can call uh, mid-century modern a lot of things hideous is not one of them they're absolutely the cleanest designs i i, I wouldn't mm. say that it was just it was just whatever Modernist um architecture um, mid-century in particular very clean but some of the houses actually had their doors open right because yeah, so you just like, walked the, the in people, well no the people oh. were in there doing whatever but i think they're just letting fresh air in because probably none of them have ac no they all have ac now no. but they were designed pre <laughs> pre ac yeah but looking into the houses oh my god even some of these places inside yeah, i'm it's like all wood, that's it's like all hand carved immaculate like insane um 
There is one house right now. It's for sale on the corner. It kind of looks like cast castle-ish. Like, yeah. I don't know how to describe it. But it's for sale right now. Guess the price. $7 million. Oh, That's pretty high. I was going to say $4 million. Okay, it's 5,000, almost 5,000 oh. square feet. Oh, okay. But yeah, that's yeah, still that's so... That's pretty big. Okay. So it's... it's Two so point, I'm too it's, high. It's 2.8 million. Okay. So right? that's less than I was 2.8 million, right, yeah. in, in, tw- in 2023, right? Do you know how much that home was in 2001? Oh. Uh, 700,000. Less than a mil. 2001, it was $300,000. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this is not one of the... Um, wow. Can you nuts. believe that? Nuts. Could you believe like just being like back in the day, like <sighs> if my family would have moved to Idaho, like maybe, you know, because we came here, what, 2005? If it would have been just a few years before, right? And they yeah. go, where should we move to? Oh, this is kind of cute down here, this older neighborhood. And be like, yeah, Harrison's very pretty. If you can find yeah. a house there. Well, how you much is this house, Northie right? could have been a Boise High kid. I, I could have. I would have grown up. I, I would have maybe ended up a lot different, right? Yeah. You know, this is a real detour, but, but I can only think of one like truly mid-century modern house on Harrison Boulevard that strikes me immediately. The rest are mostly so like... the one that has the rock on the outside. Oh, I I don't know. That mm. might be just a modern modern house know. that's designed to look older. But anyway, if you guys are lost, just uh, Google so, Harrison Boulevard. So anyway, just imagine that moving yeah. here and being like, yeah, Zillow we're gonna buy this Red house, Pen. and you buy you buy into a three hundred thousand dollar house, and you go, cool. I'm just gonna grow up here, right? Grow up with your family over the yeah. years. Yeah. Next thing, the house starts gaining a little yeah. bit of value. So and then the you kids... need to stay in your house for the next twenty okay, years. Okay, that's not my, my my street will not do that. <laughs> all I know is, dude, that's nice, crazy. Two point almost almost three million out of that house which is uh, just absolutely insane yeah. but it's it, pretty it's wild some of those i had friends that would rent there were rentals yeah you, know, you could rent on harrison and i used to have friends that rented those, there is and they'd one that's like being leased four right or now. five of them that would be renting that house yeah. and we'd be a bunch of 20 year old kids <laughs> living in houses on harrison Jeez. boulevard back then like yeah. that was before you moved here that was yeah. when dane was moving in yeah, yeah. crazy one. so Damn. um we did that and then on sunday I actually went out and uh, took some picture, took a picture film of my one of my cars mm, out in uh, a picture near the the, the Sensi Commons, <laughs> oh, right? Oh, nice, yeah, Whoa. beautiful over trees, there. By trees. the way, mm-hmm. if you go out towards the Sensi Commons, all the trees have started to turn, right? Finally. And if you're looking for a place to you know get a shot of you like cruising by really fast with all the leaves flying up behind yeah. your car. It's the place to do it, man. Wow. That street's get, almost always empty. It is empty, especially on a Sunday. But uh, we did that, um, or I did that, and then uh, cleaned up some stuff around the house. And then last night, I started trying to watch a few different shows that were... I don't know, I'm trying to look for something new to watch. I have no interest in Loki. No offense. It just it just seems very boring to me. Yeah. Um, I am all about Generation V, right? Mm-hmm. Gen V that on, on Amazon Prime. It's been amazing. I want to continue watching it so more episodes will come out. <clears throat> and then I think I started a movie last night that says if you were the last, if you were, the, it has Anthony Mackie in it and somebody else in it, and it's like a movie about if they're in, lost in space and it's like a guy and a girl and whether or not they're going to. Oh, so it's a, not if you were the last guy on Earth, except it's in space. Yeah, or it's in space. Okay, yeah. I, I haven't seen it, so I don't know. Yeah, but it's it's nice, kind of yeah. it's kind like the effects are horrible. <laughs> like it's like it's not a high production movie, but it's an interesting okay. story. So I like Anthony Mackie. But um, I was gonna say before we go, we got a few of these comments. I'll throw them at you here, Levi. Okay. All right. So uh, first of all, I wanted to say thank you to Demo. He says he mailed some cookies, etc. Oh, today. Very nice. They should arrive Wednesday. Thank, thank you, you, buddy. Sir. That's very Appreciate kind. It. 
Then next up, I got Jeff here saying, Big shout out to you guys for your product curation efforts over the years. The last cut, Hyper Polish, Rupus Pads, and Lake Country Pad Washer are amazing. Getting ready to coat my daily suit. Thanks, Jeff. Appreciate awesome. it, man. Thank you. And uh, Forced induction. Saying it's uh, no, it's not Q and A Thursday, but I'm hoping to pick Levi's brain a bit on about wet sanding Thursday on that, <laughs> on that show car you did last week or last year. Did you machine sand or do it by hand? Also, what grits did you use? I've been working on my project for a while by hand, but just got some Rupes discs to speed it up. You can do that, uh, Kevin. That's totally fine. I used my hands. Okay. Uh, Rick Smith, what's everyone's favorite <laughs> scary car movie? Okay. Christine is like the classic. I got a ton of them, man. But I didn't really care for that one so much. But I liked. Uh, was it the the? It's a black maximum overdrive. It's a black Pontiac or black like sedan that used to just. Oh, that was just called the car. The car. That I was loved, that one. That car, car looked demonic. There was like a big old Lincoln. Yeah, is it what it was. That thing was people. creepy. I've never yeah. seen it. No, that was gnarly. I, I remember Drive Angry, but that was more like the occult and classic cars, but not yeah. really. You know, yeah. that one's just a silly Nick Cage movie, yeah. but it's fun. Um, yeah. And then what about uh, you, Anthony? I don't know. No, nothing. All right. Then Umberto saying, Dane, I see at North Hall where they have lots of electronics for vehicles and their mouse blocker to keep rodents away from vehicles slash garages. That's nice. You may I have don't to make have a trip that over problem, there. but well, I Dane, think you Matt have Mormon an infestation, was Dane. Okay, Anthony, you're going to keep Might saying work. that. You're going to affect my home value. That is not something that is actually <laughs> real. I do uh, not have. <laughs> Yeah, Raphael Guzman out. saying, "Hey guys, I follow the tip. Follow the tips about washing a second time on the rear door, and the coating started to work perfectly. Thanks a lot. I'm glad that worked for you, Raphael. It's usually all it takes. Good. Um, and then Randall, any info on the new Coach Kemi reactivation shampoo? Is it strictly a once in a while coating cleaner? And how does this differ?" from kcx super or active foam thanks guys so uh reactivation shampoo is a ph of two and it is the opposite end of the spectrum compared to active and super um so it is the same type of uh soap like super foam hmm. basically it's a it's a cleaning soap that's not gonna it is not ph neutral um so super foam is a ph of 12 right anthony Yes. And then reactivation shampoo is about a two. So oh, two uh, or three. Two or three. Yeah. But <clears throat> the point is, it's a acid. So you've got super foam, which is an alkali. You'll have reactivation, which is a acid. So there are coatings that benefit from both. And like we said on Thursday's podcast, you want a soap that can do one thing, and then you want a soap that can level it out on the other side, and then you'll have a soap. So depending on the coatings that you have on your vehicles, certain ones want either or. So that's about the details I'll give you. If you want more information, Andy, you want to, or any, uh, who were they on there? I didn't see. But anyway, uh, that's the answer to that one, Randall. Yes. um, But again, Saved for t- for uh, Thursday's show. Appreciate yeah. it. Normally, that's where we get him. I just thought he asked to hear, and we had him yeah. all the way here. Understood. Throw it in. But that's what Thursday's Q&A is for. Yeah. Bring your detailing questions. And this week's Q&A Thursday will be the last one for a couple weeks, so make sure you bring all your questions you got week. to this one. Well, I'm making it sound more dramatic, oh, so that's nice. kind of the Keep idea. Them Thanks for shooting it right in the yeah. leg. Uh, anyway, guys, you <laughs> know the deal. <laughs> You know the deal. Guys, thank you so much for watching. Thank you so much for listening if you're catching us sometime in the future. Don't miss out on Q&A Thursdays. And if you haven't clicked like yet on this video, what are you doing, guys? Come on. Subscribe, like, you know the deal. 
help us out, we'll help you out. You and uh, that's really it. So till next uh, Thursday, this Thursday, we'll do Q&A. But uh, after that, we're donezo for a week. And then we'll see you after that. All right, bye. See you. <laughs>